0: I thank all of you who made it to the ordination on Friday. And thank you all for your prayers for me and for all the seminarians, deacons, and all the priests. This is a very special occasion for me. And I am most grateful to our beloved pastor, Father John Eckert who has given me this wonderful opportunity to share with you a few thoughts about the readings today. The ordination of a man to the sacred priesthood and to the office of deacon is like giving a gift. We all give gifts and I know I have received many gifts from you. Thank you so much. When you give a gift, you give yourself too. A gift is a symbol, it is a sign of self gift, it is a sign of love. A priest or a deacon is a gift in three ways. First, he is given as a gift to God by his family. Family blessings are all, and support are always very important in any vocation. Second, He gives himself totally to God. He dies to self. St. Paul, the apostle, says, It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Last week, I went down to visit my brother Darren where he's assigned and to see our good friend Father Paul McNaughty uh, down in the mount, up in the mountains in Waynesville, and I liked his homily. Uh, we had mass with him, and he he was talking about how the grace of holy orders creates a mystical union between the heart of the priest and the heart. Of Christ. And I very much loved the way he explained that union, that Christ unites his heart to that of a priest. Hence the prayer, Make my heart like unto thine. And thirdly, a priest or a deacon gives himself as a gift to to the church, to you, the people of God. It is like a marriage covenant. A priest and a deacon vows to serve you for the entirety of his life And bring you into eternal communion with God. Your relationship with the priest and the deacon is spousal. It is like husband and wife, it is spousal. It's like a marriage. Without you, the people of God, the priest feels useless. And you probably tested this during this pandemic. The priests were completely overwhelmed when they couldn't access the people. It was hard. And without the priest, we the people, we are lost. We don't know the way. So the priest stands in the place of Christ who is a gift to us from the Father. As St. John the Evangelist says, God so loved the world that he gave his only Son for our salvation that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. And when the Father gave his Son, he too gave himself completely to us. So the whole trinity, the entirety of the trinity is at work in our lives. It's not just just Jesus Christ. It's the whole trinity. As a gift, Christ emptied himself to the level of a slave and he took human form and experienced suffering. He was the victim lamb of God who washes away our sins by his blood. As we sing often in adoration, O salutaris ostia, O saving victim, the gate of heaven to man below. Imagine that, the all-powerful God who created everything else, humbling himself to become human. That always something I think about in the, during the course of my study. The incarnation is always a mystery to me. And I'm sure to you, but always pondering the humility of God. The humility of God to become like us. And God is pure love. And love does this to Him. He gives Himself to us out of pure love. Because love simply gives. So the priest and the deacon consumed by this love, the same love that drives Christ, he died to serve, makes this sacrifice to bring Christ to you, the beloved people of God. Over the last uh, 10 years, our beloved pastor, Father John, made this ultimate gift of himself. Uh, He just made an anniversary recently of 10 years a priest. And my brother Darren, spending time with Father John, we have witnessed firsthand what it means to be a gift, to make yourself a gift to God. So it's been a blessing for us to learn And yesterday, it was a blessing for us to kind of share the other side of Father John. At Vespers yesterday, he chanted all the psalms, and what an amazing voice he has. I was completely blown away by his voice. It sounded so sweet. And uh, every time we come to Mass and every time Mass is offered on the altar, we witness that act of self-giving, the, the saving action of God, and thus the mystery of our faith. So whenever we receive him in the Eucharist, he makes it possible for us also to give ourselves completely to Him and to each other in love. The love of God that burns inside us, inside our hearts, makes our lives shine so brightly that we carry this light of Christ, whenever we go, wherever we go, we carry this light of Christ. And help those still living in darkness to come to the light. It takes great courage. It takes prayer. It takes faith and the grace of God to keep this light burning inside our hearts. We become like the wheat that grows with the weeds. And here is another answer to the problem of evil. We ask ourselves often, why is there suffering in the world? Why does God allow evil in our society why does he allow the weeds to grow together with the wheat there are all sorts of evil in the world today but why does God allow it could it be because God wants the life of a Christian to shine as the light in the darkness by remaining true to the faith, to the goodness of the family, to the unity of humanity, to the goodness and the gift of life, to remain faithful to the truth that only Jesus Christ True God and true man reveals man to himself as made in the likeness, in the image and likeness of God. And to love all people as God loved them. This is why God allows suffering in the world. It gives Christians an opportunity to shine. To bring light where there is no light, where there is darkness, to bring goodness where there is evil. Take the example of uh, St. Maximilian Kolbe. His real name was Raymond Kolbe, but when he became a Franciscan, he took the name Maximilian Kolbe. I love St. Maximilian Kolbe, uh, and I love his story. He was dragged into the concentration camp by the faithless Nazis. And there, he witnessed the most horrible evils against humanity. But in the midst of all that evil, Kolbe was delighted in the darkness. He was the wheat in the weeds. It is by being true to ourselves and to remain faithful to our faith and to true human values, even in the midst of suffering and trials, that we achieve our salvation. We are the wheat that grows with the weeds. We need to trust God, who allows the weeds to grow, that He will give us the grace we need to persevere through the great trials of our lives. Let us stay close to Him. Let us abide in His love. Let us stay together as one for unity is strong stronger than division this is the way of the christian disciple love of god and love of neighbor allow me to conclude with these beautiful words of the great apostle paul our common wealth is in heaven And from it, we await a Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, who will change our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power which enables him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my brethren, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown. Stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. Amen.